Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host, Masters in Exercise Science and Minor in Reality, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, I took a look at the second most important thing that you can do to have your fittest year yet, and that was to get adequate sleep. Now, I've had some feedback that wants to know, okay, I want to get sleep, I go to bed, I can't sleep. What are some things I can do to get better sleep? Well, I'm in the middle of a series right now, so I'm not going to go back and revisit that until I'm done with this series. However, if you go back to Season 2, Episode 40, there's an episode called Get Better Sleep. And that's the first time I looked at how to improve your sleep and how to get better sleep. But I will go back and revisit that again very soon. This week, I'm going to look at hydration. And if you're a regular listener, you know that every so often I hit on the topic of hydration. It seems to be a reoccurring theme. And the reason for that is your body is approximately 60% water. I'm going to warn you here. I'm going to go back into my science teacher mode and give you a little bit of a a health lesson here. But your body is about 60% water. Now, that water is not pure water. It's got all kinds of stuff dissolved in it and floating around in it, and there's chemicals, uh, there's different proteins. But for the sake of our argument, we're going to say that it's mainly salt water. Now, it's not just sodium chloride that's in there. There's different salts, but all those electrolytes, I'm just going to lump it in. I'm going to simplify it and call it salt water. Now, you've got two main reservoirs of this salt water. There's the water that's inside your cells, and there's the water that's outside of your cells. And the water that's outside of your cells carries stuff to the cells so that it can get into the cell. And the water inside of the cell is where most of your chemical reactions take place. And they have to have the right amount of salt in them or things start going horribly, horribly wrong. For instance, both muscle contractions and nerve impulses require there to be a charge, a different charge on the outside of the cell than the inside of the cell, and that's uh, done by keeping the salt concentration slightly different. If you change the concentration of the salt, you don't have the right amount of salt on the outside and the inside, which causes the nerve impulse or the muscle impulse not to be correct. And, you know, if you figure that your brain, all the thinking and stuff that you do and all the moving that you do requires that, that means it is vitally important that your body keep the exact right amount of concentration of the salt. Now, I say the concentration of the salt. The salt amount doesn't change an extreme amount. I mean, if you're exercising outside and you're a salty sweater, I mean, some people, when they get done with an exercise, they actually have salt crusted on their shirt or whatever. So they're very salty sweaters. Most people are really not that much. And you don't, and unless you are exercising in heat, you don't lose that much salt. So we're going to say the salt stays about the same. So as you lose water, as the water goes out of you through urine, through your breath, through whatever, through sweat, then what happens is as the water goes down and the salt stays there, it gets saltier and saltier and saltier. So 
you start losing water. You haven't consumed an adequate amount of fluids. You start losing water. The outside of the cell, the extracellular water, starts getting saltier and saltier, where your body doesn't want that to get saltier and saltier, so it takes water from the only other place it has inside the cells and puts it outside the cell to help dilute that down a little bit. Unfortunately, that now makes the water inside the cell too salty, and your body notices that the cells are shrinking. As soon as it figures this out, it tells your kidneys, hey, cut back on the amount that we're peeing, concentrate that urine down, don't sweat as much, so, and then it will trigger a thirst response as well. Now, that's the science of it. However, the amount that you have to lose before you get a thirst response, um, the amount of water that you lose, all of this is very variable among humans. However, if you lose 2% or more of your body uh, weight in water, so if you're 2% dehydrated, some bad things start to happen. Physically, you start feeling fatigued. You reduce your endurance. You lose your ability to regulate your temperature as well. And that's probably because you don't sweat as much. Your motivation goes down. And the amount of effort that it feels like you're doing for the same task goes way up. Mentally, your short-term memory is affected. Your perception of things is affected. Your math skills is decreased. Hand-eye coordination goes down. And your motor skills are decreased. And also, as far as your mood, you feel more fatigued. You're generally angrier and generally more confused. So with just 2% dehydration, you start having some fairly negative consequences. So how do we assure that we are well hydrated? And just about all of us have heard the eight, eight ounce glasses of water thing. And I generally espouse the eight, eight ounce glasses of water. But it turns out it's really much more varied than that. The actual recommendations are that men get about 15, eight ounce glasses and women get about 11, eight ounce glasses. But that's before you eat anything. So if you eat anything that is not just dry powder, it's going to have water in it. So if you have a healthy diet full of fruits and vegetables, you're going to get a high percentage of your fluids from your food. If you eat a processed food diet, you're going to get a lower percentage of your water from food. And part of it depends on how big you are and part of it depends on how much you eat. Some people say, well, then you need to uh, figure out your water intake based on your weight. And that would be a half ounce of water for every pound. So if you are a 200-pound person, you need, a, you need 100 ounces of water. But that's before you take into, effect, into account what you eat and the water that's in the food that you eat. Another thing that comes into play is how active are you? How much do you sweat? How hot is it? If you're in the middle of the winter and it's a cold wave, chances are you're not sweating that much. Unless you're dressed warmly and you're out splitting firewood, then you're going to sweat more. So you've got to take all of these things into account whenever you're figuring out how much water do you need to be hydrated. And in addition, do other things other than water count? Does the cup of coffee I'm drinking right now, does that count? So, let's get to some bottom lines. Yes, any fluid that you drink counts. However, if your fluid has calories in it, you kind of need to realize that your body doesn't recognize calories from fluids. So, 
your body doesn't realize that you had those calories, so it won't compensate for them. So you're probably going to be adding extra calories, and that could cause you to add weight. Well, you say, well, I'm drinking a Diet Coke, or I'm drinking a tea with artificial sweetener in it. Well, if you're drinking something with artificial sweetener in it, there are some studies that say that those are not as healthy for you, um, some that say they are, but still, that does count as fluids for you. So although water is the best thing for you to drink, you need to get some kind of fluids in you to maintain your health. So as a bottom line, I still feel that the eight, eight ounce glasses of water a day has some serious validity. And the reason I say that is if you drink your eight, eight ounce glasses of water a day and you eat your five servings of fruits and vegetables, which I haven't gotten to yet, but if you eat your five servings of fruits and vegetables, you're probably going to be adequately hydrated unless you have exercised and burned off some of that well if you've exercised which we'll get to that one soon too and you have sweated out some of that water then you're going to need a little bit more however most of us drink a little bit of something else during the day other than just those eight eight ounce glasses of water you drink a cup of coffee or two you drink a glass of tea you have a soda you have a beer you have a glass of wine whatever all of those count towards your fluid intake so chances are if you drink your eight ounce glasses of water a day then you're probably going to be adequately hydrated now, five weeks ago, I did a topic on, is there such a thing as too much water? And yes, there is. So don't get too carried away. Go back and listen to that episode. But if you'll drink your eight, eight ounce glasses of water a day, you will probably be adequately hydrated and that will make your fitness just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, Please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.